Welcome to Truth Behind Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Semeraro, former corporate PR girl and digital communication specialist, now hospitality speaker and trainer on a mission to help travel companies and tourism organizations to restore travel confidence. Truth Behind Travel Podcast is a weekly interview series in conversation with tourism industry leaders and travel professionals about what goes on in the industry today, how do we embark on the journey to travel recovery, and restore confidence in travel. Whether you are a hospitality professional or a passionate traveler looking for a podcast that gives you more than just wanderlust, my tourism industry guests from all around the world will walk you through the journey to travel recovery of their countries and share their priceless insights on the destinations they live and work in. True Behind Travel brings you the key facts to help you travel once again, better, easier, and smarter. Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite app and don't forget to subscribe. Welcome to the program. I'm very pleased to have today the CEO of Seychelles Tourist Board, Mrs. Francis. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you this afternoon. I was very eager to, to have this conversation with you because Seychelles, um, as well as Maldives, has been probably pioneering opening borders as a destination in the Indian Ocean. Tell us, how is it the situation now since the opening of the borders? Destination was open since 1st June, but it was more the private planes coming. Um, it's been a very good experience and learning curve for us. And it was definitely totally worth it that we reopened uh, the destination. Just for the month of August, a little bit over 2,000 visitors. It's still a very small number, I know, but it's, um, it's a small step towards the right direction. Uh, we've only had uh, three tourists so far um, who tested positive out of the 2,000 visitors who actually came. And from contact tracing, which have been done so far, we've not had any other, we've not had any cases where staffs or the community have been infected. Actually, um, our statistics so far, in total, we've had 137 cases of uh, positive COVID cases in Seychelles, but we have only three active cases at current, which is the three visitors. We've had no community transmission and no COVID-related deaths. We were a very small island destination, uh, the fourth most dependent tourism nation in the world. So we depend very much on tourism for our survival. And uh, two person out of each household in Seychelles work directly in the tourism industry. It was very important that we were able to reopen the destination, but at the same time do it in a safe manner where we do not compromise the health and safety of our population and we reassure visitors that their health and safety also is important to us. As part of the measures we put in place for the reopening, it's uh, uh, the first one is that uh, um, we have what we call the permitted list of countries. So for now we have 30 countries on the permitted list uh, allowed to visit Seychelles for the moment. For the month of August alone, we've had uh, 2,000 visitors, a little bit over 2,000 visitors in the destination. And uh, this has been a mixture of arrivals by our private planes and scheduled flights. There were 48, we, we, we recorded 48 private planes landing on our international airport just for the month of, uh, of August. 
In terms of, uh, because I know that's a question everybody will want to ask. So did you get any infected cases for the, the visitors who actually came into your country? Yes, we, we, we did have three cases uh, so far um, from contact tracing done. There has been not yet any evidence of uh, community transmission or staff uh, at hotel properties getting infected. And if you'd ask me, how did we manage that? It's because of the various risk filters we have established as part of the reopening procedures. The first one is the, is the fact that um, we have a permitted list of countries. So, uh, so far, only 30 countries are on that list. And it's reviewed periodically as well, based on risk level. And visitors from those countries, they have to take a, a COVID the PCR test 72 hours uh, before the, the time of departure. The, the certificate has to be presented upon boarding. It's one of the conditions for you to be boarded on a flight to Seychelles, and it has to be submitted as part of the travel authorization at the same time. We are asking all visitors also that they need to be covered um, by um, and the necessary travel insurance with uh, COVID-related care included in there for the eventuality that they do fall sick or test positive while in the destination. So that's our um, first level of risk filters to ensure that at least the visitors are traveling safe and they are arriving to Seychelles in a, in a relatively um, healthy condition for our peace of mind and that of our population. Of course, we have a whole series of procedures at the airport, but we've tried to make it as smooth uh, as possible, at least the, the feedbacks we are getting from visitors, it's quite straightforward and very smooth. Um, visitors have to book in what we call certified, safe certified accommodation. So uh, the, the country have worked very closely with all um, the establishments reopening to ensure that they reopen with, uh, with a range of uh, safety measures in place to ensure that they are protecting themselves, protecting their staffs. You mentioned that there are certified accommodations that are able to welcome the guests and the travelers, I mean, uh, arriving to the destinations. How many certified accommodations are there and how many are not certified? For the moment, about 60% of our um, uh, rooms in Seychelles are certified. Most of our large hotels, our five-star property are certified today, And but it's a wide range. We have five-star properties, four-star properties, we have self-catering, we have guest houses. There's a, a wide range. It's across the spectrum. Most recently, you, you just said that you, you are open to 30 countries. There was a discussion most recently on a travel bubble between Seychelles and certain countries in Europe. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, correct. We've actually realized that uh, to boost the travel confidence, uh, there would need to be some level of certainty when it comes to travelers, especially um, from our source markets. And this is where we came with the initiative to grant uh, what we call the special status to a series of seven uh, countries in Europe, which is our um, important tourism markets. Uh, these include, for example, um, UK, France, Germany, Italy, Switzerland, Austria, um, So, and, and of course the UA, which is close by. In actual fact, it's uh, what it implies if you're, you've been granted special status. If you're on the permitted list, 
you, the visitors will follow the advisory which has been issued for permitted list of countries, which is basically you do your 72 hours PCR test, you get a certified accommodation, and once you're in the destinations, you follow the guidelines, you, you're able to enjoy your holiday as you would normally do, but of course, taking into consideration the measures, for example, where in places that uh, which are public, where social distancing is challenged, you have to wear a mask and use certified vehicle, certified transportation means, um, uh, and follow the contact tracing procedures as well. In the eventuality that uh, um, the situation in those markets deteriorate and they happen to be removed from our permitted list, this is where the special status will come in. So basically, it's telling visitors we will still welcome you, but we will just have to adjust our measures on our side to be able to welcome you because the risk level is much higher if things worsen in your country. So again, the PCR test, it's very important, but upon your arrival in Seychelles, um, you would have to stay in a, a series We've, we've identified a series of designated hotels which um, can host guests from those special status countries, but at the same time, um, it, have, it, it allows for social distancing, it allows for you to be able to enjoy your holiday without having to possibility of perhaps infecting the staff or, or persons within the hotel property because you will have to stay within that hotel property for five days. The fifth day, you will be tested, and it's only after you receive your results. If negative, then you'd be able to continue and enjoy your holiday in Seychelles as you would normally do. So if you'd want to do activities, you'd want to do island hopping, you'd be free to do that. But if positive, you'd be transferred into what we have called a stay-safe hotel. If you're in asymptomatic, that is, because asymptomatic you, you look healthy, but you just tested positive. So there would be a hotel in Seychelles, one on Mahi and one on Palen, dedicated for any guests who test positive. But of course, if you seek, you you actually symptomatic, you you having fever and others, then now you you will be transferred to the isolation center for treatment. Okay, and how does it work with the contact between the international tourists and the local population? For example, in the Maldives, this contact is basically only related to the, the contact that happens between the guest and the team member, um, as the Maldives is, follows the one island, one, res one resort concept. But in the Seychelles, when you're staying on, on, on the main island in Mahe or Pralen or Ladig, you do go out from the hotel and you visit the country, you visit the, um, the local communities, the villages. How does that work right now? Do you, do you limit the freedom of the guest or are they free to go everywhere? Um, yes, there are certain limitations. For example, right now, um, uh, visitors are not allowed to use the public buses. Given itself, uh, um, our islands, our activities, the places of interest where people would normally go, it's not crowded sites. So it's naturally, our destinations, we always say it's, you, you can naturally social distance from everybody if you want to. We're actually discouraging the, um, the local population through constant education and awareness program. 
to to keep their vigilance and to ensure that uh, they do practice all the measures. And so it's an aspect of education. You just mentioned the educational uh, programs that are available for the local populations and and how do they should how should they go about. Uh, interacting with the tourists because obviously the local population does interact with tourists even outside the resorts. I mean, little stand, the shops, the souvenirs. I mean, the whole the whole lifestyle around a, a holiday in the Seychelles. It has been on, on a country level, if I should say. Uh, we had what we call the integrated management of the reopening of Seychelles. So measures and procedures have been put in place countrywide, countrywide across. All sectors of the uh, all sectors of the country. Specific um, health staff have been designated to various sectors of the country to make sure that they work alongside them to establish all their protocols and measures. And and on the education aspect, for example, if you would look um, at the churches, for example, they had special specific measures put in place of, uh, of how people behave when they are at the churches or any any kind of uh, con- um, gatherings uh, for spiritual purposes. From a social was perspective, how does the new normal feel? To start with, it was a bit hard for us because uh, as whenever there are change, you have to adapt to something completely different and that you're not used to. It, it was difficult, but then eventually, if you're doing it every day, it, it starts to become the norm. And then it depends also on the individual commitment at the end of the day. And this is something we always uh, um, talking about. That, uh, it's not just the health guidelines. It's a guidelines for the whole country. And and it's, it's our health first at the end of the day. It's definitely been a very... Um, big learning curve for all of us in terms of adapting the new normal. And when it comes to talking to the tourists again and restoring that travel confidence, right now there is a big conversation around what matters to the audience today. A lot of the most recent surveys have shown that traits like transparency, flexibility, empathy are the key points that needs to come across the new message that any destination promotion should put out. What is the key message that the Seychelles are putting out there to restore travel confidence? I would like to, to tell our, our travelers or whoever is in doubt of whether they should be traveling or, or not. Um, we've uh, we've uh, think of, uh, of the procedure of what matters for them when we were thinking of the procedure and we knew that everybody, um, their biggest concern right now is their health, is their safety. So this is why it was really important when we reopened the destinations, we were able to ensure both our population and our visitors that their safety comes first. It's okay if they still don't feel confident to travel. They can book now, they can um, travel later. Um, but those who really want to, to, to travel to a destinations like Seychelles, I can reassure them that uh, we've, uh, we've, we've worked very hard to think of the procedures and measures in place to ensure that we, we, we take care of, of everybody's safety. When it comes to the promotion of the destinations, a lot of uh, the international events have been cancelled, trade show, travel trade shows, and uh, a lot of them has gone, have gone um, virtual. 
Maldives, Mauritius is undergoing a digital transformation. Maldives is hosting webinars to re-educate their key, their key markets operators on how visit Maldives, how to restore that confidence. What are the actions taken by the, the Seychelles Tourist Board? Similar to Maldives also, we've been using a lot of um, uh, digital initiatives um, to communicate both with our trade and our consumers as well. So we've been hosting as well uh, quite a huge number um, of webinars. This is also with our trade partners, media partners, airline partners as well. And on the consumer side, we have been we have had a, a major we had a major campaign during the time of lockdown, the Dream Now Experience Seychelles later. Um, and we've constantly uh, been using the, the digital medium to communicate and reach out to our audience as well um, through various ver virtual initiatives. Which one was the most successful? It, it was actually our, our campaign. They had a lot of screen time. Organically, it, it, it was a huge success worldwide. And, and it was good to make people dream during a time that they cannot travel. Um, and it was also good time to, to get people to learn more about the, about the destination, what makes us unique. We, we really capitalize on, on the digital medium during those times to, to stay connected with our audience. And, uh, and we were constantly engaging them by, you know, getting people to talk about why Seychelles is on their bucket list and, and our next campaign would be launched next week. I don't want to spill the beans, but it's basically, um, we've built it on, on um, encouraging people to travel to Seychelles, but just um, remember that um, the place, it's our home, we need to keep it safe, and, but it's also a place for you to come and be safe as well. Normally, a place, our home is, is your place that you feel safe, but your visitor can also feel safe at the same time. Let's say the audience is eager to travel again, but they want to feel safe first. They want to feel safe when they leave their country, when they travel, when they arrive. So every touch point is involved, whether it is at the booking stage or at the airline levels or at the destination level. And then uh, once you arrive at the hotel and the service standards and procedures, there are many challenges, however, because those touch points can easily slip and nothing is ever perfect. What do you think moving forward are the challenges of the Seychelles in this new normal? The challenges are there, but we just have to, to, to keep on networking, I think, with everybody, because you, you learn a whole lot of things when you network with, uh, with your other peers in the industry as well. As a hospitality leader, as a travel leader in, in, in the tourism industry yourself, you've been working for quite a few years within this segment, what do you think should be the priority for the for the tourism industry today i believe um uh, destinations all the travel actors being the airlines the destinations um we need to be able to to work closer together and and, and agree on a, on on similar similarities in terms of what should be considered acceptable travel norms I believe that, for example, testing before travel should become a new travel norm across the globe. 
And that would help destinations a whole lot, especially for those who, for those destinations which still have the fear of opening up. If it becomes mandatory and airlines also apply it as well, the aspect of safety would have to certain extent been taken care of that will give destinations the confidence, give travelers the confidence for them to start traveling again. I believe we need um, to get all the various actors to work very closely together and to ensure that uh, um, we are able to develop a set of protocols which can be universal for the world for to use it as the, as a platform for the travel industry to rebound. If you would have to leave us with a welcome message to the Seychelles before we close the interview, what would you say? If you're looking someplace where um, you want to feel safe and you want to really be away from, from the, the harsh reality of the world, um, we are here waiting. We, we are ready to welcome you. We've, like I said, we've worked on, on the procedure to and ensure it's as seamless as possible. Um, and we look forward to, to start welcoming our visitors back on our islands. What is the ideal length of a holiday in the Seychelles? Because I was there for six days, no, five nights, and it felt too short. Yes, indeed. Five days, it's really short. You will... You, you, probably your itineraries was really, really packed if you'd want to see all the um, interesting places or interesting sites. Normally, an average uh, visitor spends 10 days. Thank you so much for being with us on the program today. And uh, I hope to visit again the Seychelles soon. Yeah, very soon. I hope you enjoyed the second episode of Truth Behind Travel podcast on travel recovery. Today, with the Chief Executive Officers of Seychelles Tourist Board, Ms. Sherin Francis. To know more about the Seychelles and their upcoming initiatives to restore travel confidence, head over to their website, www.seychelles.travel. Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite app, and don't forget to subscribe. Bye for now.